welcome back. Well, back if you've listened to me before, I guess welcome if this is your first time listening to me. But either way, I am glad you're here. And as always, I want to remind you guys that I love uh, your reviews, your messages, um, telling me what you think about the podcast, if it's going good for you, or if you have any advice or tips or criticism. Oh, criticism sounds bad, but you know what I mean. Like, if you have anything to add that would benefit myself and others from getting more out of this podcast i welcome that you can find me on any social media platform at christina smith mccully i am christina smith mccully on facebook instagram and tiktok i about forgot what i was on also i have an email christina smith mccully at no christina at christina smith mccully.com you can leave a review on iTunes. I really appreciate it. I don't know if you can on Spotify or anything like that, but um, I just appreciate you guys. I I welcome your messages, and I just, I feel like I said appreciate nine times now, but you know what I mean. So today we're going to be talking about your worth. What are you worth? Does that come out right? What are you worth? So I'll be right back in just a second. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Claws of Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not-so-funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God... He continues to remind me he is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with him, he reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So I know I probably say this on every podcast, but I literally never know what I'm going to speak about until usually the day of the podcast. So I usually record them on Sunday, upload on Sunday night, and all week long I'm just kind of waiting on on God to tell me what we're going to discuss. Sometimes he kind of gives me an idea throughout the week. Sometimes I don't know at all until Sunday, and that's how it was really today. And then I had a couple of confirmations after I was spent some time with him this morning. I was writing down some notes, just jotting down some things that I felt like, you know, should be on here, and then was watching probably a trashy reality show <laughs> not trashy but you know one of them real housewives thing and she actually was speaking about this very thing so I was like okay that's total confirmation now she wasn't speaking about it from a Christian point of view but it was kind of around about the same thing I guess I mean you know it was just confirmation for me anyways I'm rambling okay so what are you worth? Before we even jump into that, I want you guys to imagine that you have a um, name tag on, okay? And it's one of those name tags that you go into a reu- reunion and they it says, hello, my name is blank. And you feel like your name, you put it on. Okay, that name tag is going to be labeled everything that you are. Okay, so I jotted down some things that maybe my name tag might would say. And I want you to think of the things that maybe your name tag would say. So mine 
you know, hello, my name is. So these are the things I wrote down. Mom, wife, friend, aunt, niece, daughter, granddaughter, stepdaughter, business owner, salon owner. Um, okay, now I wrote down some things that may or may not be on my name tag. Um, but let's just, some of them, of course, these are going to go down the path of some past mistakes we've made or, you know, or let's just, let's just stay on the positive side right now. So if we're still staying on the positive side, hello, my name is joyful. I'm trying to think what people label us as. Hold on. I didn't think this through. Hold on. I'm kind of thought, let's go over some personality traits that might be on that name tag. Okay. Hello. My name is, you know, happy, hyper, depressed, anxious, um, pretty, ugly, skinny, big. You could even go with white, black. You could go with any, I mean, anything that would describe you. I want you to imagine on that name tag. Some of us even, you know, would put, hello, my name is failure, liar, murderer, adulterer, thief, victim, loser, slut, fake, hypocrite, drunk, druggy, prideful, confident, poor, rich. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Um, social media star, celebrity, Grammy winner, MD, RN, CPA, just anything that describes someone would be on that name tag, right? So a lot of people think that's their identity. They think that whatever they're labeled as is their identity. And it's not. Some are personality traits. Some are behaviors. Some are just titles that life gives us, like, you know, if you're a mom or wife or, or whatever. But they're not your identity. Even saying I'm an American, that's not my identity. That's where I'm from or my nationality. Is that what it's, is that what it's called? Okay, saying I'm, I'm white. That's not my identity. That's my, what's that word, ethic? See, I should probably practice this before I even do this, but we're just going to go with it. None of them are your identity. If you are a child of God, that is your identity. And we get behaviors and identity mixed up a lot. I know I do. I know I do. I know when I've messed up, I've labeled myself a failure. But that's not my identity to God. And we as, as Christians, I believe and I know for myself struggle with identity crisis and if we knew who we were if we really knew who we were in Christ a lot of our issues wouldn't be issues anymore a lot of our behaviors wouldn't be behaviors anymore a lot of our triggers wouldn't trigger us anymore where does it come where do we get them ideas from well some have been told to us maybe by parents or adults as we're children that we just held on to you know I can remember being told I talked too much so my identity kind of became a big mouth that's not my identity that's just something I did but I took it on like it was negative because the enemy loves to take something and beat it into our head that's not who I am I am a daughter of the king or it could have come from a past mistake we've made 
and then we've labeled ourselves that or allowed other people to label to label us that labels also come from you know job titles or things we do we um are a mom so that's all I am a mom no 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 or you know I own this business that's my life no like kind of what I felt like God wanted me to really um, dive into today was that label, that name tag that you wear, it's not you. It's not you. But when we take that on as truth and we believe it, it, it messes up every single thing else in our life. Because even the good things like, you know, being a mom or a wife, that's, that's a good thing to me. But it's not, at my core, it's not my identity. My identity first is a child of God. That is my core. That's the, that's the trunk. That's the roots. The branches are these little things that come off of that, like the mom, the wife, the daughter, you know, all these little things. And if we can really grasp who we are at the core, I really believe that it will it'll change the way we think. It'll change the way we behave. It'll change the way we re- react to things. Because if you believe that that label on you, if you believe that that label says something negative, if you believe that you are a failure, that you are a mess up, that you are unforgivable, then you will behave in that way. I remember hearing a story, or maybe I read in a book, that we act out what we believe. So if I believe I'm a failure, then whenever a situation comes up, Oh, well, I'm just, I'm always a failure. I'm just going to fail again. Or if I do fail at something, well, duh, I knew that. I knew that's how it was. But yet, if I believe I'm a child of God, I'm a daughter of the King, and sometimes I make mistakes, but that's not who I am, then that just gives me a whole new confidence in Christ. Because it's not nothing I did. It's nothing I did. It's only what Jesus did. So let's just go ahead and put that out there. Because I'm going to tell you, I used to like be almost scared to... Um, learn who I was in Christ because I was scared it would make me prideful. But you know, it doesn't make you prideful to know who you are in Christ. If you do not know who you are, you're defeated because the enemy is never going to remind you that you're a victor. He's always going to remind you you're a victim, but we're not. We're not in Christ. Christ has already won that battle. He's already defeated death. And if we are if we have accepted him as our savior, then we have risen with him. See, we were born, you know, we were born on the road to hell. Okay, we were born dead. We were physically alive, but spiritually dead. So when Jesus came and did what he did, he gave us a chance to be spiritually alive. So I'm no longer in the kingdom of darkness I'm in the kingdom of Christ. That is going to change the way I think about things. That's going to change the way I act about things. I remember hearing a story that was, like I said a minute ago, that whatever you believe about yourself, that's the way you'll behave or that's the way you'll live. And we often wonder, why would why would somebody stay in an addiction that they hate? Why would they stay in a relationship where they were being abused? If they see their self as that person, and I know I'm speaking from experience, if you see yourself as that, then it almost, I don't know how to explain it, but it almost, I don't want to say gives you an excuse, it's not, it's, I don't, that's the wrong word, but it, 
you don't see yourself being able to rise up out of it. You know, does that does that make any sense at all? Or am I just blabbering today? The thing is, if I think of my identity as a failure, then when temptation comes, then that's what I'll revert to because that's how I see myself. But when temptation comes, if I can remind myself, you're a, you're a child of God. You are a daughter of the King. He loves you. You don't you don't need this whatever is tempting you. Then it can help help fight that battle. Does that am I making any sense? I hope I am because it is something that I still struggle a lot with and I have to remind myself a lot and something that I used to not understand at all. At all. Like what what does your identity in Christ mean? What what do you mean I'm not Christina? Well, no, I'm a daughter. <laughs> Christina might be my name, but it's not my identity. Your identity, you know, who 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 can call you what you are? The one who made you. And he does call you his. And that's why it's so important that we know our identity in Christ. Because if we don't know who we are, the world will tell us who we are. Or somebody would tell us who we are. Or parents might tell you who you are. Or an ex might tell you who you are. And if you take all that on and believe that, we live a defeated life. That's why it's so important to know. It's important to study. We only can renew our mind by the Word of God. And that's why it's important to be in the Word of God. Because there's so much coming at us. There's so much on TV and billboards and social media and everywhere else coming at you telling you what you are what you should be what you could be what you might be what you're not what you need what you you know what I mean like there's just there's there's so many voices that if we're not in the word then we won't recognize his voice it's very important that we recognize his voice because All of our past actions or decisions or failures or successes, any of that is still not the identity that we have in Jesus. Does that make sense? Like, even the great things we do, that that doesn't make me a good person. Oh, I go, well, I went and fed the homeless or I went to church every single Sunday for a year straight. That doesn't make me... (laughs) you know, this this outstanding person. Without all that, I'm still who I am in Christ. Or with all that, I am. And it's all about motive anyways. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I really need you guys to give me some feedback on this one because I don't know if I'm making any sense and I feel like I'm just blabbering everywhere, but it's such an important subject that it's, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to get it out the best way I know how. <laughs> So I'm going to need you guys to message me and let me know if this was totally needs to be taken down and redone or if it did, you know, uh, if it did help at all. Okay, because it is important. We know, like I said, I still still deal with this all the time. You know, I'll I'll think of a past mistake. I'll beat myself up really, really bad. And then I'll have to just I'll have to like stop. And I think that's one of the things that makes probably 
the hardest for me to remember is that my mind is always going. It's always busy. There's always something going on. And I have to stop and remind myself, okay, talk to God about it. You know, if you have confessed and repented, it's gone. I mean, it's gone. He doesn't remember our sins or holding them against us because he sees Christ. Like, if my label before Jesus, you know, that name tag we talked about earlier, would say, hello, my name is um, orphan, dead, chained, bound by chains, kingdom of darkness. Okay, once I accepted Christ as my Savior, you take off that name tag, and now you are a child of the King. You're adopted. You're chosen. You're complete. You're free in Christ. You're not bound by sin anymore. It's a whole new creation. I mean, you're a whole new creation. That's what the Bible says, that the old has passed away. All things become new. And that means even when I mess up, even when I slip up, it's still, you know, I go talk to God about it, it's forgotten about because I'm his daughter. I don't have to hold on to that anymore. That's not a license to sin. That's not slapping grace in the face. That's, oh, that totally run. That is knowing who I am in Christ right there. Okay, when I don't know who I am in Christ, then I'll beat myself up for weeks about something that he has already said, I forgave you. I mean, I forgave you, daughter. Like, you know what I mean? That's why it's important that we know. If I don't know who I am in Christ, then I won't know that I am complete in him, that I'm that I'm lacking nothing. Therefore, I don't need to go and strive to be the best at everything and to like make my name known and just to just to let it just eat me up so that I'm important. Nah. I don't need that because I know who I am in Christ. I'm chosen. I'm his. I'm loved. I'm complete. I'm forgiven. See what a big deal it is for us to know who we are? Now, I want to read what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. And if any of these trigger something in you and you don't believe them, I want you to just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. I want you to look these verses up and study on them and just let him transform your heart. And also what I want to do is right after this podcast, I'm going to make a completely separate podcast where I'm just going to straight read these. I mean, they say, I mean, people call them affirmations, but they're really, I mean, they're not even affirmations, they're truth straight from the word of God. And I'm going to read them in a separate podcast to where if you want to listen to them every day and repeat them, let them get in your mind, it will renew your mind. The power of God is in the Bible. It, you know, it's a living word. So it will renew our mind. And so I want to do that. I want to do a separate one to where you don't have to go through all this and find it each time. But every day you could listen to who you are in Christ and renew your mind. And like I said, if any of these, you don't believe them, then get with God. Get with the Holy Spirit. That's what he's here for. He's here to to give us revelation, you know? So, I'm going to read these. And let's see. Should I read the verse with them? 
Okay. I'm going to read the verse with them on this podcast. On the next one, I'm just going to read it straight out. So it can be just something that we get in our mind. Okay. I am God's child. John 1, 12. As a disciple, I am a friend of Christ. John 15, 15. I have been justified and declared righteous. Romans 5, 1. I am united with the Lord and I am one with Him in spirit. 1 Corinthians six seventeen. I have been bought with a price and I belong to God. 1 Corinthians six nineteen twenty. I am a member of Christ's body. 1 Corinthians twelve twenty seven. I have been chosen by God and adopted as His child. Ephesians 1, 3-8 I have been redeemed and forgiven of all my sins. Colossians 1, 13-14 I am complete in Christ. Colossians 2, 9-10 I have direct access to the throne of grace through Christ Jesus. Hebrews 4, 14-16 I am free from condemnation. Romans 8, 1 and 2 I am assured that God works all things good in all circumstances. Romans 8, 28 I am free from any condemnation bought against me and I cannot be separated from the love of God. Romans 8, 31-39 I have been established, anointed, and sealed by God. 2 Corinthians 1, 21-22 I am hidden with Christ in God. Colossians 3, 1-4 I am confident that God will complete the good work He started in me. Philippians 1, 6 I am a citizen of heaven. Philippians 3, 20 I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1, 7 I am born of God, and the evil one cannot touch me. 1 John five eighteen. I am a branch of Jesus Christ, the true vine, and a channel of His life. John fifteen five, I have been chosen and appointed to bear fruit. John fifteen sixteen, I am God's temple. First Corinthians three sixteen, I am a minister of reconciliation for God. Second Corinthians five seventeen through twenty one, I am seated with Christ Jesus in the heavenly realm. Ephesians two six, I am God's workmanship. Ephesians 2.10 I may approach God with freedom and with confidence. Ephesians 3.12 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 So if any of them just trigger something aside you where you're like, I can't believe that. Like, you know, I used to, I used to didn't believe that I was forgiven. I mean, after all I've done, like even as a Christian, like, how, how could I be forgiven? But it doesn't matter what I believe. That's the truth. Because the Word says it. So therefore, I can either agree with it, agree with God, and accept it as that free gift of salvation, or I can reject it and live a life defeated and just constantly down. You know what I mean? I actually have this paper I just read I have it hanging on my bathroom mirror so that I can read over it every morning I mean I'm not saying I read over every morning because a lot of times I forget but if I see it up there I remind myself but it's just very important that we grasp who we are in Christ because if not let me take another one hold on let me look at another one oh oh 
I lost it. If I don't know that I'm a friend of Jesus, then I'm I'm always going to feel alone. If I know he's my friend, then I know he's with me and I know he loves me. If I don't know I've been justified by what Jesus did, then I'm always going to be working to earn salvation. I I don't have to work. Jesus did it. You know what I mean? If I don't know that I've been bought with a price and that I belong to God and that price was huge, it was his blood. Like that is like I mean, I should just rejoice in gratefulness all the time because of that. If I don't know that I've been adopted as his child, then I'll have like a wandering spirit and always feel, because this world is, we know this world is not a wonderful, magical place, you know? <laughs> like we need to belong to something. We need to belong, you know You know what I mean? Like when you feel unsettled, if I know I'm God's, if I feel fearful, then I know that he's my father and I know he hasn't forgotten about me or, or left me here, you know, on my own. It just changes everything. It just, okay, Hebrews 4, 14 says, I have direct access to the throne of grace through Jesus Christ. If That's huge that I can go to, to God any time I want to because of what Jesus did. If I don't know that, then I'm going to go in prayer in fear or maybe not even at all. Am I making any sense at all? So it's just, it's so important. I'm going to read these, like I said, on a separate podcast. I hope it'll be tonight, but I really need to get in there on my child. He keeps coming in here wanting something to drink. <laughs> and I'm trying not to be like a mean mama as I'm doing a Christian podcast. But I'm going to try to do that tonight. If not tonight, tomorrow. Because I want you guys to be able to have it. To listen to like every morning, every afternoon, whenever. Just to remind yourself who who you are and whose you are. That's That's so huge. I mean... We're his. That's that's just so huge. Okay. Let's pray. Let's pray that I didn't ramble and confuse and just sound like a hot mess on here today. Let's just pray that the Holy Spirit took whatever I said that didn't make sense and just retranslated it to our hearts. <laughs> because I feel like I was just all over the place. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I'm so grateful that we can come to you. That we can come any time because of what Jesus did. That we can come to your throne boldly and confidently and secure. Knowing that you're our Father that love us. That we don't have to come in fear or run from you. But that your arms are open. Thank you for what Jesus did for us. Thank you that you have adopted us because of what he did. That you see us as righteous because of what he did. Help us to get that revelation. Just open our hearts to understand who we are, who, how you see us. Not how the world sees us, or not even how we see ourselves, but how you see us. I just pray that revelation just hits us this week so hard that we just have a fresh anointing of it, a fresh revelation. Thank you for loving us, and thank you for Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen and amen.